0: Welcome back listeners. It's a pleasure to have you here with us on Learning From Friends. I'm your tour guide, Cade Curtis. And today is a very special episode that I've been looking forward to for a while doing it here. And it's going to get it's going to get pretty loud as we go through and a little bit of excitement. But before we do that, as usual, uh, the new segment that I've been adding in here is quotes that my mom sends me all the time to uh, be able to put on um, inspiration. So I'm going to share them with you guys. Of Today comes from our Lovely, famous individual unknown, uh, in case you need to hear it today. Memories and connection matter more than how much you spend on gifts during the holidays. Kids grow, outgrow toys, teens outgrow outfits, but no matter their age, people never outgrow time in love. Yeah, like that, you know, it's a, it's a good quote. Especially, you know, around the holidays times and Valentine's Day and all these different holidays that we had going on, spend time with your family, and really build those memories. Over going, here's a five hundred dollar um, Tonka truck toy that you can drive around. Just they really want to spend time with you. That's that's the big key one there. So just think about that. Today's topic. So. For today's topic, I'm going to be speaking with one of my longest known friends. We literally go back to the crib. Uh, We're going to discuss how friendship can evolve over the years. When you really don't go to the same schools, you only see each other a handful of times a year. And sometimes it may be years in between it. But there's still this heavily unspoken bond between each of us. And we're also going to speak about, if we have time, we'll see what happens here, uh, about her uh, career being a dental hygienist. Now, I'm going to welcome to the podcast, uh, get all eaten.
1: Hey everybody! Hey world!
0: It's a pleasure to have you here with us. Uh, and there's going to be uh, some more interesting stories today than you typically get from uh, the previous podcast. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot about me, and as well about when I'm younger, because that's we 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 go back. Like we probably had like baby belly bumps uh, early on, in, at some point, it's, very it's true, probably true,
1: very true. And
0: how how long did our parents know each other before? This all went down.
1: Well, I know that our mothers were friends in high school. I yeah. think that's where it started. That's where and that they met. Both went to the same high school quite a few years ago. That was, don't tell my mom I said that. Yeah. But several years ago, they were in the same high school and they kind of stayed friends and then their kids became friends and yeah, just led to a great friendship.
0: Yeah, because of looking at it, it is, the neat thing is that it's a weed. There's three siblings. There's three siblings, and we're not that far apart in age, uh, really, when you get down to it. And we're the last. We're the babies. That's true. We're the babies, but Until we're the Until the best. next
1: generation. But That's yes, true. pretty much the babies. We're the babies. The babies, babies the of the best. originals.
0: Of the OG. Exactly. Of <laughs> the, the OG. OG. Right. And they always save the best for last. I mean... We, we, we always know weren't that. Weren't
1: you a surprise blessing, too? Just Oh, saying. yeah. Totally. We oh, the, yeah. We're the miracles of we're the family. Exactly. It's fine.
0: The leftover... Oh, wait. There's one more? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I might we as well
1: everybody for a loop but also <laughs> completed the world for it's, them so. indeed
0: we did <laughs> we're gonna talk over each other a lot too a lot. just be prepared for that <laughs> be prepared for that so that that's that's go to how do we know each other you know further than that What what is one of your earliest memories of the two of us
1: oh man earliest memories
0: yeah that's a hard one
1: well our childhood we always grew up There was certain set times of the year that I just knew I was going to see your family. There was just certain holidays or certain days that like clockwork, we were going to get together as a whole group. Um, Fourth of July is a big one in my brain and also um, New Year's is another big one so just basically if there were fireworks we were together kind of thing oh yeah definitely
0: there's all anytime there are fireworks Yes. and i wonder why in my life i've, I've liked to play a lot of the times with fireworks it's
1: probably because of us it's probably because yeah. we always had so much fun
0: and i used to be afraid of them did you used to be afraid of fireworks growing no
1: up? i was never afraid of them
0: i was afraid until was i was it a, the sound yeah i hated the sound it's yes, very loud yeah I, I used to be heavily afraid of those things
1: and even to this day i kind of don't feel right when it's fourth of july and i'm not around you guys in some way or like New Year's now, as an adult, because we all have got our separate lives and families, and in some ways grown apart, but we're still together. I even on New Year's, I kind of think I should be with Cade today. This yeah. doesn't make sense that we're not together, and but it's,
0: yeah, it's probably been about 10,
1: 10 years, 13
0: years or so since it we've might done be
1: 13. It. it might be. Did we get together in college? Our parents, we did still in college, did.
0: we we did in college. Our parents, our, yeah, our parents still get together every so often for New they Year's, they do,
1: but. It was a tradition through high school at least.
0: Oh, yeah. Every year it was like clockwork. Yes. And it was, we would switch years too. It would be one year would be the Curtises, the next year would be the Sims, and we'd just go back and forth year to year. Right. And it was always, I know for me, I don't know for you because I know my perspective because I live my life, of, uh, <laughs> I would always get excited like in two hours before just be so rambunctious and like just geared up for it and mom would always be like hey go outside or <laughs> you know go do something else and i just remember sitting on the couch and just being in such anticipation for you coming over because it was always a blast
1: it was so fun like, we always found something to do
0: and indeed and it was after new year's there was always the new christmas toys that we've got and oh, so that's it's, true yeah, there's always the christmas toys I I
1: did not even remember. I mean, I guess like the quote of the day, I don't remember the toys, but I remember being together.
0: Well, I remember like one toy. There was one toy I remember when y'all got the trampoline.
1: Oh, yeah. That was a sweet year.
0: (laughs) That went on for like years of because that's just one of those ones that,
1: yeah. If that thing was still in my parents, I would still go jump on it. I mean, that was a toy of fun. That was just a gift that kept giving.
0: Entirely. I'm I'm surprised none of us broke anything on trampolines. That is surprising. You know, we really have not. Honest, I remember surprising. getting pushed off the trampoline, but I, I do not remember I ever hurting anything. I'm not surprised by you being pushed off. Well, I'm surprised. Somebody I didn't do it. Was you it did me? a lot of the time. You were you were abusive at me. times.
1: It's right. You were abusive. <laughs> that makes me feel terrible, but no, you also shouldn't. not surprised at yeah. all. <laughs>
0: I probably deserved it. Let's be honest. I probably deserved it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably not, honestly. But it's yeah.
0: fine. That yeah, this the. New Year's, one of my favorite... I'm going to ask, like, since New Year's going back and forth, what is one of your favorite New Year's memories?
1: I have a core memory of us on Y2K New Year's. That was 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 the same one? one? I mean, honestly, if that is not one of my main memories growing up, just from my childhood... Because you and I, we had, do you remember the Speak Out toy or was it, it Speak was Out? It was the
0: walkie-talkie from Home Alone that yes, had, it the, had the, the little
1: pullout. Stu- yes, I don't know what it was called, but it was a toy and it was silver and the mic yeah. pulled out from Home Alone. Yep, It was at my parents' house and I don't know what age range your listeners are, but That year, the world swore that everything was just going to shut down and everything was very uncertain. The the Y2K bug, quote unquote, was just going to destroy the world. We were not going to be living at 1201 on New Year's Day. But so you and I, of course, were hyped anyway, but... We had that walkie-talkie. We're 11, 10,
0: 11 years old at this point. Yes.
1: And we had that walkie-talkie, and we were making laps around my parents' house. Oh, yeah. Saying, counting down the minute, from like 10 o'clock at night, I have no idea how our parents- I wonder if that tape exists I'm somewhere. sure it doesn't, but I <laughs> wish it kind of did. But I have no idea how our parents put up with us just racing around the house and we would say it's now 10.01 p.m. and the world is still good are <laughs> going
0: yes and yeah, okay, your brother yeah, your brother and my brother were all in front of the computer yes. like, they were just hanging out they were around fine the and
1: our yeah. sisters were like what are they doing and we were just going nuts
0: yeah we but were just I, having a blast
1: I remember running around the house thinking I was gonna die tonight and it would be with Cade <laughs>
0: Why not? What a better way to go out. I mean, honestly, it's kind of like I have a deal with Garrison, which will be on our podcast later. Of he gets to pull the plug on me, like, or he gets to be the last blow in life. That's
1: amazing. Like
0: everybody, I don't want to be
1: there, but I want to hear the story. I don't want to be uh, there when he pulls the plug. I'll be um, there, like in mind and body, but.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why not? You know, as it says, I'm gonna be having the plug pulled. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, I got gotcha. you. Know, the, you know.
1: I can't wait to hear Garrison's episode. He's his is gonna be so good. Yeah,
0: it'll be interesting. I'll He's probably, lived such a good life. I'll probably have it similar to this one, but the male be version, because this is the female version. Oh
1: okay.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Yeah.
1: I can't wait to watch it or hear it. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, we
0: can't watch it. Hear it. We don't. We don't do visual, unfortunately.
1: That would be a big investment, probably. Yeah,
0: in and, and it just feels too weird. Sometimes I'm in my bathrobe <laughs> when I'm doing these. So. But uh, um
1: yeah,
0: I'm not Do we... gonna act
1: like I haven't seen that. Like...
0: <laughs> it, it, it's it's kind of this is gonna be weird if if we're not friends if you haven't you know haven't seen me naked or I seen mean, me very close to naked. Um, so right. T- just saying. <laughs> You're so. You, you right. look at our core, my core group of friends that go back, and it's just like yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> you have you know, yeah. Okay,
0: it's almost like the weird rite of passage for some people. I don't know if I want that to be the right passage, but it has been. It
1: might be. So what's your core memory?
0: I I will say- For
1: one moment.
0: Okay. This goes back to being whenever, gosh, we were maybe four, three, five maybe at this point, but I had never done a sleepover before. Like you were my first sleepover at your house. And I remember we essentially were- hanging out and it got towards nighttime and I got really nervous because I was like I don't I've never slept away at someone's house and like, yes I know Eden's house but I remember like being very like scared and I remember like getting ready to go to bed and you like Cuddled me like we sat there and we like slept, cuddled like going to sleep at night. And I just remember that like, because it was I don't know if you were nervous as well or if it was just no idea what was kind of going on. But I remember almost being like crying, like I want to go home. And you're just like, let's go to bed.
1: It's okay. You're like it's okay. <laughs> and that's
0: that's like one of my big core memories because it's like, oh, someone loves me. She
1: made me feel safe. <laughs> yeah.
0: and, and I know you said that you have some videotapes still. I've never seen these videos. Like I've heard yes, that you have these. There's
1: a couple. There are, yeah. I. Um, I don't know where they are. Mom had all of our VHS converted to DVDs, oh. so I haven't made it through some of them, but I'm sure they're in there. I'll have to find them. We'll watch them sometime.
0: Yeah, we need to do that. That would be so good. And I remember us watching a lot of Disney films. We watched oh, yeah. a lot of Disney films. Oh,
1: yeah. VHSs. Get yeah. it right.
0: Sorry. <laughs> But the Disney films, they were Disney films. They were
1: films. And they were awesome.
0: And your brother had a lot of video games. And so we played a lot of video games. He did.
1: And it was weird. One year he was just done with it. But for a long time, he would, if you wanted to find my brother, you would find him playing video games. Yeah, And
0: you had your massive basement. Like that basement was... The playroom. Yeah, the playroom. Which was an
1: entire basement.
0: It was an entire basement. (laughs) Like that thing was so cool getting to run around. And then... As we got older it continued you got the pool table down there and we yes. continue to play pool. Yes. And it was just yeah. It was a center. Still of, down
1: there. The pool table's still down there and I still get to go and the toys aren't anymore. But the toys have migrated upstairs as grandkids of my parents, you know, my children and my
0: sister's children. You have, have two kids. I have
1: two kids.
0: Two lovely, beautiful kids.
1: As they've grown, the toys have same toys have been brought out of storage. So it's pretty
0: cool. That's the same what's happening right now with my niece and nephew, that all of the toys have came out and some of them have been damaged, but that's okay. That's the that's point. That's fine, that's toys the point. Toys are toys. Yes, that you is know? the point. There's only been one set of toys that I haven't really allowed them to play with, like unsupervised, it was my Power Rangers. I love my Power Rangers. Oh, like, which was, Power Ranger were you? What was I? Yeah. I, w- I liked the White Ranger. When oh. he, whenever Tommy became the White Ranger, that was, that was my jam. That was like, it, okay. That was the one. Got I it. enjoyed him as green, but when he went white, it was a whole new level. Like, <laughs> sh- he
1: leveled up he when he went white. Got, yeah. it.
0: got it what about do you, you like the power rangers oh yeah
1: we were in yeah. you had all power the rangers. you had the
0: giant vhs like sets yes we did like i did you're
1: making me relive things that i did not remember it's funny how someone's else's perspective of your stuff like i remember that but it wasn't one of the i loved power rangers but it wasn't something that i thought oh i wonder if i can find that mine was pocahontas toys you house. did have
0: a lot of those. I remember that. Pocahontas, yes. Yeah, do you remember the uh, karaoke times that we used to do karaoke? Oh,
1: 100%. Yeah. I actually loved that karaoke machine. It was a
0: good one. It when was a when good one. When you and your sister were sharing a room, like I remember like we would be in there picking karaoke songs Jamming and jumping back and out. forth between the two beds. Because yes. you had two twin beds and <laughs> yes. it was just jumping between the two. <laughs> yes. what, what, I'm trying to remember. I remember what song I used to sing a lot. What was the one that you used Do you remember the song you used to sing I a lot? I don't.
1: I don't. I what used to was sing. Your song? I used
0: to sing Brian McKnight's "I Believe I Can Fly" <laughs> after Space Jam came out. That was that was mine.
1: Probably because you we were jumping between the beds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that, that's possible. But I loved Space Jam. Like I oh, haven't seen the new one, but I love Space either. Jam.
1: But yes, jumping yeah. between the beds would make total sense for "I Believe I Can Fly." And now that you mention it, I do remember you singing that. I was very into Ricky Martin at the time, though, so um, I can't even think of one of his songs right now, but. Living the loca, something about Loka. shaking. Yeah. Yes, living the beat Loca. I sang Vita that Loka. one a lot. Yeah, those are they're just fun.
0: And then your
1: taste was better through. than mine, Ricky Martin.
0: Hey, I dude, I was I was an in seat kid until probably late sixth grade, early seventh grade. I was too. And sometimes
1: they, I still pull it out. You know,
0: I, I've started to pull it out again. It's it's been fun, but for a long time I was totally ashamed of it when I got middle school. Come well, on, middle course. school. Like nothing is cool in middle school. No,
1: that was before.
0: Exactly, and I and I totally give credit to one of my good friends who I wound up playing in a band with for getting me into all this other different types of music. Maybe he'll come on later, but we haven't convinced awesome. him yet. Oh, but yeah, I look forward to that. We'll see because
1: I know the friend. I'm sure
0: you do. Oh, yay. You, you know, you know yay. the friend. I'm trying to get all. To I'm trying it. to get all three of us together and do it. That we'll see be if that happens. So fun, but that's hinting for future episodes i do it in every single continue time continue
1: to listen exactly. so you can hear more
0: exactly you never know <laughs> you know and more and more you're going to learn stories about about me and hello to my students that are listening i know a lot <laughs> of my kids have now found me uh specifically one hello i hope you're doing well and having a good weekend don't forget to study for tests and turn in your homework because i'm missing some assignments from a lot of you. <laughs> so get on this teacher
1: cade
0: <laughs> um so speaking of schools we went to different elementary school, middle school, and high schools. Right. That was uh, that was definitely an experience of how do, how do we keep this together for so long?
1: I think it was our moms. I truly do. I think that they had such a long-lasting friendship that they were a comfort to each other, which in turn made us a comfort to each other. You know, the fact that our moms to this day can still get together like no time has passed. Oh, yeah. I feel like we can do the same thing. And I think that stems from them.
0: We just spend an hour and 15 minutes before starting the podcast. just randomly shooting the breeze. I have and no
1: idea what we talked yeah. about, but it was very fun.
0: That's the best part about friendships here. I recommend anybody, if you know that you've had a good friendship, whenever you can just sit there and pick up right where you left off, because I don't think I've seen you since the hoagie shop probably oh, hoagie shop. two or three years ago. It, right it was probably
1: know. a first friday
0: yeah probably the last probably the last first friday i went to
1: the probably the last first friday that the hoagie shop was still the hoagie shop truly
0: probably so yeah probably so
1: because that it was very busy that night so i'm sure that it was probably the locals coming out to
0: support that one last time yes we miss you hoagie shop we you were do. a staple for so long
1: shout out to r and yeah. i miss you so bad
0: we all do they're good what was your favorite sandwich
1: oh gracious I probably ate more Russell's in my life with ham cheese chicken and that bread probably Mm. yeah way more than I should admit
0: I always went for the pepperoni and uh, mozzarella and for the longest time I just they would put extra on it because I wouldn't get any of the lettuce or get anything else on it. So they it's would give just, you extra pepperoni? They would give me extra pepperoni. And it was heartburn city. Now that what I'm older. What a beautiful what time. Beautiful
1: times. <laughs> I also went to the steak. The steak was really good. But fun fact, we had, William and I had our um, rehearsal dinner there. And that's another one of my favorite memories was having my rehearsal dinner at the hoagie shop.
0: And what I find to be quite ironic is I missed your wedding. You missed my wedding. We I both not your wedding. We were. I don't, dude. I, don't, I don't. You were
1: very busy that day. I was very busy. But that's actually one of my favorite rem- memories is your wedding because it's just so cool. It was such a cool experience.
0: Yeah, I can't remember where I was, but I missed your wedding. Not saying where was I during my wedding. I knew where I was. During <laughs> I my know my where wedding. you were.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't Mine know, was in the middle of summer.
0: Yeah. Some. Were you in Ireland? No, I was. I was in Ireland in January through April of 2000. In Eleven, yeah, two thousand eleven. Okay, so Maybe. I was back. Who knows? Something probably happened. Like I don't know. I'll have to look back because I missed like everything of that one, and I always feel bad about that.
1: You shouldn't.
0: No, I do, because like <laughs> your husband's an awesome dude. He is awesome. I-, I get to work with him for a little while. It was great. That is awesome. Yeah, He's a great was- guy. Yeah, you're very lucky with that one. I remember when y'all started dating in high school. Like, that was really cool.
1: We dated in college? But yes.
0: No, you dated in high school. You went to senior prom together. Oh,
1: no, Cade. You're getting that very, very wrong. Do you I swear want I the story? To, There's yeah. a bad story connected.
0: I swear I went to okay, senior prom or homecoming together. You are connecting year. that
1: for a reason, Cade. My sweet dear husband asked me to have senior prom. He... Like, went out of his way to call me and ask me to senior prom, and I said yes. And then I went to school the next day, so excited. I told my friends, hey, this guy asked me to prom, and I'm so excited. And my friends were like, Eden, he's not exactly outgoing. He's not – basically, he's not going to party with us. He's not you. Yes. And I wasn't a partier, but I had friends that partied. So they were like, he's definitely not going to let us party. You need to go with somebody else. So I went to him later that day and I was like, are we going as friends or are we going to like date? And he said friends. So I said, well, I have a friend that likes you and wants to go with you as a date. And I have another guy that asked me to go as a date. And he said, oh, well, meanwhile, he really wanted to go as a date. He just didn't want to admit it. So I broke his heart and we didn't go. And then we didn't actually get together until later, until college.
0: But you met him in high school.
1: But I did meet him in high
0: school. So I take But that I
1: also it. broke his heart in high school. <laughs> you
0: know how that kind of works? It took me asking three or four times for now my wife to before like she finally agreed to go out with me. So sometimes it's persistence. It is. You know, Not it,
1: creepy persistence, but persistence.
0: Yeah. yeah exactly. You know, I, I'm a little creepy. I will admit no, that at times. I'm, a, I'm that's weird. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm a weirdo. I'll admit that. But my wife loves me anyway. I found that we, it's funny we married total opposites. Yes. On that. We totally married opposites. Yes. But uh, speaking of like marriages and stuff, this is your second, that was your second marriage and my second marriage. I we, know. We got married when we were probably like, what, five, six, maybe four, or something like that.
1: All I remember is that our sister set us up. It yeah. was an arranged marriage.
0: It was an arranged marriage. Was it, well, I'm trying to remember, was it out and underneath the grapevines and free home, like underneath the, we had like a little area built out.
1: Honestly, I thought it was in that room in your parents' house that was like you went through the hallway and it was,
0: I don't remember whose bedroom it was. Probably at that time it was Chelsea's. I think it was Chelsea's yeah. bedroom.
1: And so, um, we hi, Chelsea.
0: I didn't say I was going to name drop it. Hey, hey, how you doing? That's hi, my sister's name. Hi,
1: one of Chelsea's. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's two. There's two of those. Um, I think it was a Chelsea's
0: room. That's highly plausible. But hey, we've made it what, um, almost 30 years. I, I think we're eight, nine pretty years. good. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's legal. My but, longest
1: standing marriage yeah. so far. So,
0: Sorry, sorry uh, your husband, and sorry, 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 my husband. Sorry,
1: your we, husband, your wife. My wife. Sorry, I've, sorry, your wife. I've, yeah.
0: Or we never got an old, but we never got you know, like officially filed at the court office. So, did it
1: happen? I uh, mean, in our hearts, it did. It's I'm true. sure if we were some tribe, it would have been very legal. But
0: yeah, but in some tribes, it would be very legal.
1: Right. So it's
0: fine. Well, you know, we should we should figure out our anniversary date. <laughs>
1: If that was possible, it was probably around fireworks.
0: That's that's plausible too. <laughs>
1: yes. Or in the summer. We got together in the summer. But that is
0: fireworks. That's we true. We did get together from time to time around different holidays. Yes. We were holiday people. We were. We were holiday people. But
1: our friendship didn't feel like holiday friendship. It felt like I don't know. It did just didn't feel like we saw each other that infrequent. I felt like I yeah. saw you all the
0: time. Well we y'all, we y'all used really to go didn't. up to Helen and do Helen and we would come up and join you guys a couple times when you all had that timeshare i think it was yes. up there i remember so that was kind of another one of those
1: we would go tubing and then down the cool water slides yeah. the water slides were
0: sweet they were pretty are those still there I they are oh, okay. they
1: actually connected them like tubing like there's one tubing company that can use those water slides or you can stay at that timeshare place and you still use the water slides ah. There's still really cool
0: waters. Yeah. Like I remember you used to be like a really good swimmer. Like you still are probably, ah. but you would go like really far underneath and swim towards the bottom. And I was doing very good, to like actually like swim. <laughs> <laughs> so I was. A, I'm still a very terrible swimmer. Are you? Yeah. My I mom could, yeah.
1: couldn't swim, so she was afraid of water. So it was her goal as a mother to make sure that we could swim so that we wouldn't drown. So we were in swimming lessons very early.
0: So. I, I did all the swimming lessons and I shared on our one of the on the very first episode of how me and Chris met with vo- me vomiting in the pool. So I'm like, I just you know, <laughs> weird, weird stories. That's hilarious. Uh, so going to these different elementary schools, we I remember doing a lot of sleepovers in elementary school. Yes. And uh, we did a lot of sleepovers going back and forth. That would that was for sure. But yes. uh middle school, how how what was your perspective of how we did that awkward phase of okay, we're friends, we're not dating kind of deal but like what is what because middle school is awkward for everyone what's your memory of handling that i'm
1: not a person that thinks about that stuff very much so you were just cade i don't know you were just Uh. my buddy i would never it was never like a oh we should get together for me because you had just always been there yeah so that sounds like you were friend zoned but you weren't i was totally friend zoned but i guess you were but i mean it wasn't like a
0: I don't know. It wasn't intentional of like we're no. friend zone because of we, you know, it wasn't like I was trying to date you. Even though my parents really wanted me to ask you to homecoming or like oh, prom. I totally would have gone. Yeah, I should have done that. I
1: went with one of your friends one
0: time. You did, and I heard but that I didn't go well.
1: For him or me?
0: I, I I didn't go well or did? I heard it didn't go well. Oh, I heard bless it didn't him. go well.
1: I mean, yeah, we didn't go out after it, but yeah. he was very, very kind, and I, I mean, he was very nice. But it would have been very fun to go with you. It would have been a good time.
0: It would have been better, definitely. For sure. My junior prom was not fun.
1: Oh. Like
0: it was it was not fun.
1: I mean, mine kind of was just okay. I think we would have had more fun together than I would have anticipated. So I don't know. You were just a brother.
0: Yeah, it's true. That that's how we really kinda were. There was for me every so often that weird awkwardness of like, I'm gonna go hang out with Eden. And they're like, (laughs) Oh, you're gonna go hang out with your girlfriend. I'm like, No, she's a girl that's my friend. Yes. Exactly. See, we
1: were just cooler. Like we just had we knew how to have yes people that were friends we were just brother sister yeah. friends
0: yeah because i didn't start really dating till college it just wasn't my jam me either like i'd had okay i had a girlfriend in in uh middle school which is one of your former friends that's still technically probably a friend you um, have to remind me who that but is but i'm gonna be interviewing her later oh really uh, but so that'll be fun to kind of be like that she was my first girlfriend which i'll interview her later so i'm not gonna name drop there because <laughs> it is coming in the future of another episode um but yeah, so like yeah, that was like yeah, that was my first girlfriend. I though. mean,
1: I dated in high school, but and I guess my first middle school boyfriend was in middle school, but that was literally we dated for a day, and that was he asked yeah. me out and I said yes, and then the next day I was like, Nah, never mind. Yeah.
0: That's middle school though, exactly. That's middle school.
1: Um, and my boyfriends in high school were. Very few and far between. I didn't have a whole bunch. I had a lot of friends that were boys, but I didn't have a lot of boyfriends. And I yeah. think that's kind of our relationship too.
0: I had a lot of girls that were friends too. Right. And, but I never had like, I had a, I had girls that I asked out, but it was, you know, let's be honest here. I'm not really the a, a good, I, at high school, I was looked, I had my really super long hair like I have right now. But <laughs> I, I'm sure I was a different, uh, look for women in that time. I thought you
1: were cool. I don't know about all that, but I didn't ever feel like I was, I kind of felt like you, I wasn't like, like I had some friends that were very, very popular, had a lot of boyfriends, which makes that sound bad, (laughs) but it's not. No, it's not at all. I I just had more friends that were guys, you know? That's
0: okay. We were band kids yes like we were band kids yes we were band and chorus yeah i didn't i hung out with all the chorus kids and drama kids as well but i i'm with you i had friends all over the place and that's how i became senior class president because if i just knew a lot of people and that's
1: similar uh, i didn't i wasn't senior class president but i just had friends everywhere
0: well i ran on a joke it was we made a bet and i kept my portion of the deal and Another person did not. They go. were supposed to run as vice president and they did not. And But I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm doing it. It kind of suits. It's it. fine. Yeah. It was a blast. I had a blast doing that. That's awesome. It was interesting.
1: Yeah, uh, I remember that. That was a good time.
0: Maybe we'll go through. I'll discuss that at some point with another guest Of that we're going to do the flip-flop of this conversation that we're having <laughs> right now. We're just cutting loose here. And I'm going to have that with the male version There later. you go. So that'll be kind of one of those stories. Because I went to... Elementary school, middle school, in high school with that individual that we'll talk about. Hi, Garrison. We'll <laughs> talk to you in a little while. Uh, um, so band was like kind of a reuniting for us in a way because we'd see each other at... We did some events together and we also sometimes with the Cherokee County Exhibition. We would kind of see each other there a little bit.
1: Yes. And I guess we just ran into each other more there than anything. Yeah. It wasn't really... Like if I knew you were there, I would come find you and you would come find me and we yeah. would sit together, but we had other things going on. But it was time when I was like another time in my life. Hey, I will see Cade just like
0: at some point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> at
1: some point he'll be there. I want to go see him. And so it's kind of like how I used to do other parts of my life. Just I know Cade will be there. I want to go see him. There was always yeah. the want to go see my buddy
0: Cade. Yeah. It's that weird just bond and connection that you we have still to this day of that's that's the reason why we're having this conversation today, right? Of uh, it understood, like a Cherokee game or a Cherokee sequoia game. It was we had to meet we up. We were at there. we were to going it. to find each other. And even when we were in high school, whenever your siblings were in band and choruses, I mean band and in color guard as well. My siblings were so. Whenever we went to those games, we would sit together and do that.
1: And our parents probably loved it. Oh yeah, because they would find each other too. Oh so. yeah,
0: which was part of the encouragement as well. Like mom will deny this more likely. And Dad will probably deny us as well, but that's what like you guys should date. I'm like, no, it it would never work because it's too like we are just too close (laughs) at that point. It would have never worked. It it would have never worked. No, we
1: were too, too much brother and sister. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been awkward. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like I think we would have handled like two or three dates and be like, no. Okay. Well.
1: You want to go punch each other in the back? Like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You were violent as a child. Like I remember like getting punched by you a lot. I you know I appreciate it. No. It's not though. It's this called <laughs> brother sister love. Chelsea used to drag me by my hair across like the room when I Were had long we, hair.
1: You're Chelsea. My
0: Chelsea. Okay, we oh, have yeah, see, to. Oh, see, now you dropped your sister's yes, name. Yes, we have see, two Chelseas. We
1: have this is another part of our story, and maybe this is we told us we told talked about not name dropping, but yeah, too late. I don't think any of these people will mind if we explain this because it's a part of our connection. It is. It really is. So my mom is her name is Glinda, and Kate's mom's name is Brenda. And yeah. so one letter different.
0: And then wait, there's more. And
1: there's more. Then they have kids at the same time. And my older brother is the same age as Cade's Qu- uh, older brother. And then our sisters are the same age. And they just there's, both yeah. happen to be... Yeah, similar age. They're Isn't like yours a little older?
0: Yeah, Chelsea's a little older. That's, my Chelsea's older.
1: So both of our sisters' names are Chelsea. And then we're, you know, Cade and Eden. And then Chelsea's kids are Chelsea's. Chelsea to the second power. Yeah. They both have kids with similar names too so it's just crazy But you're how missing that
0: you're missing a very important key term of the middle name
1: yes and the same middle name too
0: yeah so, both all both generations
1: oh my goodness they do yeah. i forgot yeah, both. so our moms and our sisters have yep. the same middle name exactly so and i find it interesting like our siblings are still talk if they're there but they aren't like us
0: they like, work at the same school
1: they do yeah. but like our brothers like if they see each other they'll say hey but my brother's not um well as social each, as i am
0: yeah my brother's the same way so as as well. if
1: they see each other they're not gonna you know sit and have a conversation whereas we will like sit and talk for lose hours. hours yeah yes. lose, lose days yes
0: and stuff like that and so, so
1: but and our sisters they work together now so they talk but with us i don't know we just i
0: think it's because we don't see each other as so often that it just becomes a jump right back in and just comes a giant whirlwind of noise and words
1: yes and what a blessing it is or what a gift it is that we have like that friendship that we can just jump in and start talking and it feels like no time has passed
0: it's it's very true on but we had a rebirth like the renaissance that is true we had had a renaissance (laughs) good old georgia highlands
1: that's right i didn't
0: even know you were going to georgia highlands i don't
1: guess i knew you were going there either
0: it turned out just one day me and my buddy Matt are driving up and we're, you know, going through our class. We had every single class together, uh, My our freshman, half a sophomore year. And maybe like day one or day two or at some point, I walk around the corner and there's Eden. I'm like, hi. <laughs> I'm like, what? We
1: finally yeah. ended up in school together. Yeah.
0: it It took, you know, only... 18 years to you it's know we finally get there
1: we made we it. had
0: a blast though because the it library was. was really cool we hung out in the library a lot
1: we made friends with the librarian oh yeah she was awesome
0: she was so cool i
1: don't remember like and exactly how that happened but it was a brand was awesome. new
0: school it was like a brand new campus when we got there yes it was maybe a year too old yes at that point
1: and it was nice yeah it was a nice place it was
0: really good shout out to a georgia highlands cartersville yeah. campus Definitely. now they have a gym
1: and it's huge yeah I think it's kind of how Kennesaw back in the day was very similar to Georgia Highlands and they were opened at the same time.
0: Yeah, that's true. I didn't really
1: realize that, but Kennesaw took off cause they were more in the Metro, but Highlands kind of stayed small, but now it's, I now think it's, it's taking off.
0: They took out our uh, lovely backwood trails. Did you remember walking the trails yeah, back there? Yeah, they took those. Yeah. Whenever they expanded the parking lot, they, they took oh, that yeah. whole entire area.
1: I liked those trails. Yeah. It was they- a nice like checkout from school. You know,
0: did you go downtown with us to the uh the railroad tracks and have lunch with us a couple times?
1: No, I never did that. Yeah. That was might have been else. when I was in class. That
0: was me and Matt, and another couple people. Mm-hmm. It was more me and Matt. We had this thing called New Cows that we would go down to. It was a place that had milkshakes, and we just called them New Cows. <laughs> so,
1: this is fun. <laughs> the place I went in downtown Cartersville was this taco place, and I went with this guy who was a nursing major, and he was so nice. And I don't know for dental hygiene for my career, you follow the nursing like profession we take the same classes to a certain point so i was friends with a lot of nursing majors
0: so that's true i just took general random classes and well, then a year you... and a half in i wound up going to a uh, uh uga
1: okay how did you end up at georgia highlands though? i got accepted <laughs> touche <laughs>
0: yeah no i applied to a couple of other schools but i'm i'm a terrible test taker and i did not do good on the sat or act i just after two hours on a test or an hour and a half on a test i have test anxiety and it just would kill me and so uh I applied to Georgia Highlands and got in, and that's how I wound up there. And my buddy Matt, who will be on the podcast later as well, was that was the same. Well, no, he had high SAT scores and ACT scores. I have no clue why he got it, went to Georgia Highlands. <laughs> we'll talk about that later, I suppose. But that
1: it's a it was a great pathway for a lot of people. It
0: really was, and now it's a lot harder to get to those paths. On that transfers right. but that was our rebirth of like getting and hanging out again we hung out outside of school a lot like we would you were dating your husband at the time but we'd still you know we would he went pool hopping with us and so we went pool hopping a couple of times we would go <laughs> so out good. in like our moms did going to jiffy freeze like back in the day we went to jiffy freeze like two or three times just to kind of relive that moment uh i love
1: jiffy yeah, it's now good. i want a now i want a big burger
0: Maybe we can go for lunch. Let's do it. I think that's a good idea. Yes. And, uh, um, and then we, uh, that was kind of a good reconnection of our friendship to kind of build to that next level because we did a lot together in high school I and mean, college because we were at the same campus and we didn't drive home because what's the point was of driving far. home and driving back? Right. And so, so we stayed there, there was, all
1: day. You, sometimes hours where I would find you in the library and we would just hang out.
0: Yeah. And to sit or study. Or I or still whatever. have that bookmark that we had to do for banned books. Week. And <laughs> it has you, me, and I'm spacing on his name. That standing nice guy. There.
1: What was his name? I can't remember it, was it. so nice. But standing
0: next to us, we have this, it, This says read across the top. It's a bookmark. And I had
1: the poster. I didn't have the bookmark. My I have the poster too.
0: Do you? I don't know where the poster's at, but I know I have it.
1: I will say that was probably looking back, which is, is such a girl thing to say, but that was one of my very favorite pictures of myself. So I kept the bookmark forever too. Cause I felt like Oh, okay. That looks like me, and I like that picture, so I kept it. I don't know.
0: I don't blame you. It was a good picture. You had great. You you always had great hair, but that that one was a very like stylish day at that point. Yes,
1: I was feeling myself. (laughs) No, but that was such a good time. I don't know. I I think that Georgia Highlands for me it was not a pathway because if we get to this topic, but dental hygiene, there's only certain schools in the state that do it. There's only like five schools. So you can start off at a different school and get into the program, but it's much easier for your like credits to not transfer. So I chose Georgia Highlands cuz I had a dental hygiene program.
0: That's true. And you want to going to the Rome campus to finish up. Right. And I I was I had no idea what I was doing when I went to college. I will admit that. I just like, "Hey, I'm going to go to college and I'll figure it out once I get there." And I took the first year and I decided, you know what? I, as as my mom calls it, the uh, she goes, "This is a, you know, a defect in our brain <laughs> that everyone becomes an, an educator. The Corey did not become one, but, uh, he still teaches like weird little, like the first aid stuff and and doing that kind of round. But Chelsea fell into it and I fell into it and in your blood it's in the blood. It's, I couldn't escape it. And then, so going through that, I had limited schools as well for secondary social studies education. And I already had gears and a couple other friends at the university of Georgia. And I'm like, Hey, we have a transfer system. And, uh, so I took a year and a half. I wasn't planning on going till the second year, but I applied thinking I was applying for the fall semester. And, and the, Yeah, and I wound up applying for the spring semester. <laughs> so I, I went to you know UGA after that. I
1: remember when you applied and I remember being kind of sad because it was... So I wasn't dating my now husband in the first part of that, but right before he left to go to UGA, it was almost like meant to be because I didn't have like... Georgia Highlands is a commuter school, so all my friends had gone somewhere, and I was still in Canton, and I felt some kind of way about that. But having our friendship really helped me through that. Well, then when you went to UGA, I kind of felt like, oh, no, there goes my good friend. Like, he's going to go and another one of my friends that moved on, and I was so happy for everybody. But that was when I started dating my now husband. So it was like, okay, like. It's cool. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. You know. So You're um, welcome.
0: You're you're welcome. You know, yes. Your your husband hears this at some point. you are be like, hey, yes. you're welcome. He'll it's because I is. left. <laughs> yes. I'll take claim for that.
1: <laughs> but um, I don't know. You're talking about pool hopping and about that friend group. Y'all helped me through a lot in those first times of college because you had your friend group and y'all let me come into it and that was so nice. Like I didn't have to worry about literally being bored on Friday nights. Cause I knew I could come to the
0: <laughs> shenanigans. Yes.
1: Like whether we went to play baseball or like went on a hike or we went pool hopping. Um, I knew that there was somewhere I could go that I was going to be safe. Like the guys yeah. always made sure that I was good. And then, I didn't have to worry when I was around everybody that, you know, anybody was going to be weird to me. I just felt very safe. And that was very, very good for me. So,
0: and it was always fun coming over and picking you up. And it's like, you know, I was like, Hey, you know, coming over to pick up Eden. Sometimes I wouldn't even call. I just kind of showed up (laughs) and I just kind of walk in the house and, you know, taught your mom and dad and you walk in and you're like, Kate, And I'm like, yeah, we're going to hang out tonight. And you're like, Oh, okay. And it was just always a blast of just it randomly was. picking you up and doing that. And it
1: was something I needed. So shout out to the guys. Shout out to that time. That yeah. was that was really it meant a lot to me at that time. Do you
0: remember the, the nickname that we got given? Remember what it was? No,
1: what was it? The
0: Night Crawlers. Yeah, we were the, the <laughs> Night Crawlers. So
1: accurate.
0: It totally Why was because we look,
1: only hang out at night.
0: cause everybody worked.
1: And it was like 2 a.m.
0: Yeah, it was, yeah. And we played basketball a lot. Yes. And, if my daughters like that, came
1: to me and said, I'm gonna, as a girl. As an 18-year-old girl, I want to go hang out with a group of 10 gentlemen, 10 18-year-old boys at 2 a.m. in the morning. I would probably be like, nope. "You yeah sure?
0: <laughs> Are
1: you sure you want to do that?" But with that group of friends, I don't know. It was yeah. just, it was fine. Everything yeah. was fine. Just great.
0: I, I have to see if you can remember this one. Of this one was an awesome story that I was going to bring up. The the lookout over Riverstone. <laughs>
1: When did, the cop came?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I so remember. We 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 had the we we not staying in a negative way. We dealt a lot with the cops over the uh, we whenever We were out we're at there. two AM. <laughs> yeah. We were out at two AM playing basketball. And we a lot of the times we would bring our cars forward because there was no lights and we would shine our car lights on the right. basketball court. Uh or you know, we'd just be sitting out there in the parking lot throwing a football around with the lights on in order to show and you had a very sweet Mustang. I did. That thing was awesome. I did. That like, was
1: that was the good I called her the beauty. She was beautiful. Beautiful car. Um,
0: But to to tell... So we knew the cops a lot. It wasn't in a negative way. It was just we knew the cops because we met a lot of them because we were out at 2 a.m.
1: As another part of the story, I mean, it's following that. It was 2 a.m. Yeah. Normal, regular, everyday 18 year olds would have been up to no good, but we were literally just playing basketball or just at...
0: Riverstone, overlooking Riverstone with a group of people. Yeah, we did that once, and then we never went back up after I think that. because
1: the cop came. Yeah,
0: probably because of that one. It, that one was a little more sketchier. Yeah. But to explain that, where now is currently tw- Teasley Middle School, uh, there is a trail that used, there used to be a church up here, and there's a graveyard up there and, there. and so there was a side road that you would drive up to it, but you had to have a four-wheel drive or a, a higher-lifted truck to be able to handle it. Or a car, and you would drive up and there was an overlook over Riverstone, which was a shopping center. And it was beautiful seeing like how far out it went. And so we decided well not let's go check this thing out. And a lot of people called it like make out mountain kind of deal, because a lot of people would just go up there. But it was and literally me and twelve dudes. Yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah. But so what happened is we pulled up there and we went to park and we popped down the tailgate and we're just kind of, this is not even at, at two o'clock in the morning. This is at, like ten o'clock 10, at night at this yeah. point. Maybe nine. And we had a cooler full of cream oh, soda yes. and Coca-Cola yes. and Cheez-Its and Oreos. <laughs> like, and the cop pulls up and he's like, and, and we we thought we heard somebody coming up. We're like, man, this is going to ruin us kind of hanging out. Maybe there's some car up here because it was Friday or Saturday right. night. Somebody's coming up here to make out and we're just a whole bunch of dudes and a chick just kind of <laughs> <laughs> hanging out. And,
1: no making out was yeah, going no, on. No,
0: <laughs> no, n- no, it never happened to that sort at all. But we're sitting there and this cop pulls up, shines his light. And gets out of the car and goes, excuse me, are y'all drinking this evening? And we're like, No. Creamed like sodas? Yeah. Cr- yeah. And we're like, cream soda and cheeses. Do you do you want some? And the guy's like, I like to get a look at your cooler. And we're like, Yeah, here you there go. You go. <laughs> pull it out. And and I think he was just so baffled and confused uh, by it. And didn't he pull you off the side and ask if you were okay? Yeah. Yeah. And what was your response? Did you remember? I don't
1: remember. I, I think I basically was just like, yes, sir, I'm totally fine. These guys are my friends and there's no, no, nothing untoward is happening here. We're totally fine. There, but there thank you a, for checking on me. There was
0: another line that you said that. Uh, what did I, I say? The, I remember hearing this over. He goes, let's be honest here. I'm more of a man than any of these other guys here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing that part at, at the end of it. And uh, I think
1: he just thought that y'all were going to bully me. So I was trying to be like, I got this, but like got, none can, of these guys can take me down. It's true. So yeah, I'm not like, I don't look big and burly, but I can,
0: I was strong. So I'm not,
1: I'm not in trouble here, sir, but thank you very much for checking on me.
0: Yeah, in- entirely. And I, I, my dad was getting gas and heard it over the radio at the gas station, and he was like, ah, "What are these kids doing? Because <laughs> like, they pulled all their jars license know to their it was the, oh, oh, he knew. He knew. Because uh, I told we were. That was the thing. We were always honest, and we told our parents oh, where we were 100%. going. Hundred percent. And yeah, like, hey, we're gonna go pool hopping. And they're like, okay, just you know, stay out of trouble, Don't or we're going get
1: arrested for trespassing. because yeah. that was kind of trespassing. Yeah,
0: but we knew the code we and did. So that was the we thing. we like had a friend knew, that lived there
1: right we had yeah. friends and they usually went pool hopping with us yeah. it was just after pool hours we that's usually the yeah, were there. that's the
0: big thing it was closed and right. technically we weren't supposed to be in there but that's fine but My, there was no
1: vandalism going on
0: no the closest we got was we used to use baby oil on the slide because we couldn't get the we couldn't figure out how to turn on the <laughs> the pool so that was really kind of the worst it was that we did so
1: cold because they had turned the heaters off it was but it was fun
0: that was fun those were those were good times those were very good times. They were very good times. Those are those are very good times. Whenever just trying to go through all that high school, college, in between, transitioning kind of deal. It's yeah, just, yeah, that whole weird in between and. Which is it's just hard. It's a hard time for people. so hard, especially when you're trying to figure out where you're going next. And that's another part of our lovely bond is we, we've we always taken care of each other. Right. Like, that's, that's the thing. We've I've always, always taken known care. if
1: there's something going on and I can't handle it or if I need some kind of, like, assistance in any way. I could call Kate. I could call Katie. I could call anybody that I mm. needed. In, like, in this realm, I knew you would come and help if I needed it. We're very lucky that we haven't needed it. But, you know, just if something happened, I could reach out to my friend and he would be mm. there. Even no if question. it's like,
0: you know, 20 states away. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, give me like six hours to get there to, <laughs> and then 16 hours to let me get to an airport. Let me get you a ticket. Right. Let me get on the thing. And, and
1: hopefully yeah. it's the same with you. If you ever yeah. call, if you ever called me and said, I need you, I would be there. And we yeah. just know that.
0: And that's, that's another words, it's an unspoken thing. Like yes. it doesn't have to be spoken. Right. That's the best part of those kind of friendships. Right. Is you, you can't beat that. And I right. got lucky that I had that core group and I still have a majority of that core group. That exists. That's right. So you, you, you definitely can't, I'm gonna cry here for a second. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't take that away. You That's can't. just something you you can't take away.
1: That kind of friendship yeah. is something you, as a young person, you don't even realize it's forming. And then as an adult, as I am now, I look back and I'm like, man, how could you have, you couldn't have handpicked that. No. You know.
0: And a lot of us have known each other since childhood Like of my core group that I know is we've known each other since like elementary school. And it's just the, if you get those relationships and a lot of people don't get that till high school and a lot of people don't get that sometimes till college or coworkers, but I recommend to anybody reach out, just try to reconnect, try just to have that fun and relive old past memories. And as I'm hoping we get old and get into our rocking chairs and start forgetting things, other one just comes and tell stories. There I'm hoping go. that hoping that happens.
1: Well, it's yeah. true, though. Those, that core group that you had turned into somebody who that, in those college years, y'all were very kind to accept me, to let me come and be part of it. Because I wasn't really part of that group. I mean, I knew them in high school, and they would talk to me there. But in college, I became a part of the Night Crawlers. I was part of the group, it felt like. So that was really cool.
0: Well, let's be honest here. I, I led this group and got kind of final say on a lot of that. <laughs> it's it's kind of true. Even a lot of the guys will mention that, like, yeah, like you really were that center, Cade, of right. bringing us together and making sure that we stay together. And
1: You checked on well, all of us and made sure I we really were did. all good. And yeah. I kind of
0: guilt tripped people into coming at some points. So it was like, oh, are you sure you don't, don't want to come? I don't remember that. Oh, I would totally guilt trip people in. <laughs> it was it was very indirectly. It was very well, you're, indirectly That's like here. an art form. It is. Yeah. But- you know any any other random stories when talking cuz we have hours with the stories but any other ones that you just kind of want to throw in there
1: no i mean there was there's so many but many of them i just feel like are just boring everyday things but they meant so much to me but they weren't it's not something like we would go and walk the pasture and that would yeah. be so fun and i do remember another core memory i do have is when you met your now wife On your grand adventure and you came back to our little corner of the world and we went to your pasture and we sat in the, your parents' pasture on the hill overlooking that beautiful area. And we just got to catch up on your adventure you had. And I will always remember you saying, Eden, I think I met her. And I just thought, oh yes, good. I'm so glad because I wanted you so bad to be happy. And so when you finally were like, this is her. I just couldn't wait to meet her. So I remember you talking to me about how lovely your relationship had been and about how, you know, another life moment was happening in front of our eyes and we were getting to talk about it. And that was, I left that hour, two hour conversation sitting in the middle of a pasture, very excited, just knowing that something else was about to happen. And I feel like that was a cool memory too, that we just, you know.
0: And that was a trial by fire moment because of a, really, to be honest with you here, the it was very overwhelming for her because that was the first time meeting my parents, my family, and all my friends in like one moment. And that, I'm surprised she stuck around. That was it. I a,
1: too, a little bit.
0: <laughs> but Bonfires was a big thing in college. Like we did a lot of bonfires yes. as well, like a lot. And fireworks a lot. continued. A and lot. a lot of fireworks, a hundreds lot. of dollars of fireworks. A lot. That's, I, I, I'm going to transition us here just because I, I, I want to hear about this next part in your life because it's an important part of who you are now and where that whirlwind is your dental, being a dental, pediatric dental hygienist. Yes. like That that's, little
1: added bonus.
0: Ex- explain first off, what is a dental hygienist?
1: Okay. So, unlike you, I did know what I wanted to do. It was, I'm one of those very strange birds who- I and, still have no idea what I want to do. Right. In high school, I don't know what made me have the overwhelming urge to literally stick my hands in people's mouths, but I knew that that's what I wanted <laughs> to do. <laughs> oh, man. Um. My mom worked at a dentist office forever, so I guess I saw that that was a good career to have. So what is a dental hygienist? Um, I guess I should have looked up a definition before (laughs) I came here. But basically, we are the people who you come and see the dentist and we clean all your surfaces of your teeth and make sure that your teeth is at a level of health. The, the bacteria that grows in the calculus or plaque that grows on your teeth doesn't stay there and cause you bodily harm because it sounds crazy, but there's a very serious heart connection to your gums and to your teeth. And if you don't keep your teeth clean, you can have heart problems from it. So that's one of the main dental hygienist's heart um, pathway is you can the bacteria from your gums can go to your heart. So that's one of the things we do is we make sure that the oral cavity is clean. And then another one of our responsibilities is, um, getting an overall look at your health and seeing if that's contributing to any factors in your mouth. And if there's something in your mouth, then we can connect it to your body as well. Like if you have some kind of ulcerations, we can say those ulcerations are a sign of something else in your body. So we're supposed to keep a look on that. We take radiographs to make sure that, um, you don't have problems on your teeth. And that's another like responsibility of a dental hygienist is just to make sure that you don't get infections and things in your teeth that can harm your body as well. So the, it seems like we're just working on one section. And that's what I thought when I was going into it, that I was just going to be cleaning teeth. And that is mainly what I do, but I'm also responsible for seeing if there's a change in your mouth, it can indicate things in your whole body. So we have to keep a track on that. And as far as pediatric dental hygienist, It's what it is. It's just, I work on the babies and on the kids. I see the ones that, um, a lot of people shudder away from because I just love them. So I can see, I see lots and lots of one year olds and I see up to usually 18. And I have a few special needs patients that are in their 20s that, um, if you can't go to a, if you have some form of special needs that prevents you from going on, if you can only handle a pediatric setting, then I see them and they're wonderful.
0: And that is a true gift to be able to, to do that with children and um, those people that had those special needs as well. Because I've worked in that environment and your husband did as well right. for a long period of time. And how, how do you, like, what is your, you have a gift there. What? How does that, how did you come about that?
1: So dental hygienists are supposed to be really good at getting that stuff off your teeth. They're supposed to be really good at taking their instruments and manually removing the plaque and calculus that you build up on your teeth. That's supposed to be their whole job. I'm not very good at it. I will say that with my smile on my face. Cause I'm not um, a pediatric dental hygienist is more geared towards like behavior control and making people comfortable with the dentist and being able to see those that are almost unable to go that are uncomfortable. So I am able. I have the skill to do what I'm supposed to do. I can get the stuff off your teeth. It's just not something I want to do. so I would rather form a relationship with the kids and I don't think that's what you asked me, but that's what I no said. no it
0: is okay no, it, it totally is <laughs> because that that's the the relationship that's right. that's the key thing there and you have those skills
1: right i'm I'm much better at. Like there's several dental hygienists that come to my office that they would prefer to see the teenagers and they'll look at me and they'll say, Eden, you're better at seeing the three-year-olds. You can make them calm down. And I guess it's just there's a a personality or a calmness or a relatableness that I feel that I have that I can just speak to them and they're more calm. They I have a lot of success with having a child that's never been to the dentist who's shaking, crying in the corner. I can usually at least get them to sit in the chair and use the big toothbrush, which is a pretty big win for some kids. That is a huge win. I have one patient who is in his 20s, and he's one of my favorite people in the whole, whole, whole world. And the first time he came to the dentist, he has a myriad of special needs. He wouldn't sit down, and he was stimming the whole time, and he's a very loud person, and he's taller than I am, and he's a bigger guy. And his mom said, No one's ever even been able to get him to come in the room. So I got him to come in the room, and I sat him down, and we literally just used a toothbrush on his teeth. And he's a big dude, and it's kind of intimidating because he is so strong. But um, he let me put a toothbrush in his mouth, and the mom cried and hugged me and said, I can't even get a toothbrush in his mouth. Well, then the next time he came in, I was able to use one of my sharp instruments in his mouth. He started trusting me that much. Yeah. And then now he comes to me every month and he lays down in the chair. He opens big. And I use this thing called a Cavatron, which is like a machine that people that don't hygienists use on your teeth. And it is a lot of stimulus. It shoots water. It vibrates. It makes a noise. Like there's a lot of stimulus. That oh, and that's rough. Yes. A lot of, um, special needs patients can't use it. So he allows me to use it on every tooth and he sits there and we talk and he, he loves sports. He tells me about sports And it takes me an hour, but it's one of my favorite hours every six months because I get to hang out with my buddy. So I don't know. It's just a relationship thing. He's just a cool guy. And I get to learn so much from him too.
0: And that's the biggest thing that I can, part of the reason why I have learning from friends is you're listening and you're talking and allowing that relationship to build. And that's a skill that is, it's not, it is learned, but it's something that has to start at a young age too and develop. And you have to be willing to accept that and listening. That is a uh, the key importance for that is just like listening and allow them to to realize that you you do care and you're giving that attention that's right it's it, it goes a long way that's that's how you build relationships and how you're good with the children uh, at the younger ages i've kind of found my niche with being middle school and a lot of I people are that. like uh what middle school i do i admit that I, I raise my voice in class and have to but sometimes you have to drop that hammer but a lot of the times like i i don't use lights in my classroom Uh, I turn, well, I use light, I don't turn the overhead lights on. I have Christmas lights and I have three lamps that are spread out through my classroom. And I open up a window like shades and let natural light come in. But I feel like some kids just need that and allow my kids to get a little extra loud and rowdy. And we start class a little late, but I feel like sometimes they need that transition just to, instead of going that rhythmic, uh, you know, classroom, 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 and not getting that moment to kind of talk to those friends or something. And yeah, a lot of people walk by my classroom and goes, your classroom is chaotic. How do you handle that? I'm like, you gotta let the kids be kids and uh, they'll settle in. And yeah, we'll have classroom where it's, it's rough some days. And I don't get through a lot or some days we get through a lot, but they're able to more connect. And some kids I can connect more with than others, but I try to connect with all. And I'm sorry if I don't fully connect with you and maybe one day we can be able to get there.
1: But I feel like the, pa- the patients, the children that you connect with are the ones that don't feel connection to other people, you know? So maybe that's one reason why your classroom is the way that it is, because that's a safe space for those kids.
0: And same with you as with your patients come in, that you're able to get them to sit down in a chair and kind of go. And uh, I, I have, speaking of sitting down in chairs and stuff, I have to ask, uh, you: got, how do you get your husband into these, you know, chairs that convince him to for you to clean his <laughs> teeth? Is that weird of... Hey, husband, um, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to shove these tools in my mouth. And, oh, yeah. Remember last night where you said X, Y, and Z? Boop, that hurts a little bit. Like,
1: um, I don't get the chance to clean his teeth as much as I used to. I used to do it every six months. But now that my office is a very busy office, so we don't. I don't have as much free time for him to come. He usually goes to another office. But he was very kind to me because he was there when I was in school. And he allowed me to do most of my like tests on him. You're... I'm waiting for that with
0: my wife on her classes of, oh, yeah, I need someone to draw blood. Yes, that will be your
1: responsibility as her husband. It is. He allowed me to do, like, my first set of full x-rays. You have to take, like, 18, 16 x-rays on a patient. And he allowed me to sit there and he just did it. He didn't complain. He didn't say anything. That's love. That's love. Yes. He is very kind to me to do that. So he's a big part of why him and my mom are a big part of why I was able to get through school because it was a stressful experience. So it was weird at first, but he is a very kind man that let me just do what I needed to do.
0: That is something that you you can't beat. How many years are you now into this? Like,
1: Dating or marriage? Oh, no, no,
0: the uh, being a, a dental oh, hygienist. dental
1: hygienist? Yeah. I graduated hygiene school in 2012, so it'll be 10 years this year.
0: What are some misconceptions that, people, that you notice that people have of being a dental hygienist
1: um, that you
0: want to kind of clear up?
1: Well, we get a bad rep, but I understand the bad rep because dental work is no fun. So I guess that's part of it. I get a lot of people that come in and parents especially are like, oh, she's you know, why would you ever want to do this? I hate coming to the dentist. And I understand because some people are, do have really bad experiences. So I guess finding the right place and the right person to help you through that, I think is good. So maybe going in with an open mind (laughs) and that's kind of hard to do when, I mean, a lot of horror films are based off of dentistry and you don't really get the best um, overall picture of it, but it can be an okay experience.
0: And this is something that I want to kind of clear up from my notice that a lot of people don't give credit to is you have to go through all these classes and know all the pieces of the mouth, all like, you have to go through a medical school almost in that process. A lot of people don't realize that you're having to to do that in order to be able to just work on cleaning up the mouth. Like, can you elaborate on that a little bit for me?
1: So as I said earlier, you have to go through schooling at the same pace as a nurse in the beginning. So You start by going to high school. You obviously have to have a high school diploma. Then you start in college and you have prereqs. And then you go into a dental hygiene program. And there's only a certain amount of colleges in Georgia, like I said earlier, that even have the program. I think there's less than 10 or maybe there's been a couple more open up. So maybe a little more than 10. There's very few. So you go through this program and it's much more competitive than you would think. Um, In order to your prereqs, you have to have... Very good grades. And then to get accepted, like my program, I can only speak about my program at Georgia Highlands, there's like a hundred applications that come to be a dental hygienist. Forty people get an interview to potentially be a part of the program, and only fifteen get in oh, or wow. fourteen get in. Wow. So it's a very competitive program, and people don't realize that. And then once you're in, the program is, even more competitive as in you're not competing with someone else, but you have to meet requirements at a certain pace. And then at the end you have to take two state boards in order to be registered in order to practice. So out of all that work, unfortunately all you come out with is an associates of dental hygiene, which is like, that's it only associates associates. So it took me five years to get an associates in that time. I got two, just at my parents' behest because they said, you know, you can take your first associates if you ever decide to build on it and do something else. So I have two associates, one in science and one in dental hygiene. And then I decided to go back and get my bachelor's in dental hygiene recently. And that's actually, there's no pay raise. There's no reason to do it. I just wanted a bachelor's so, um, you can get it, but it is an added thing you have to go back and do.
0: And you had to do that at the rope campus. i had to do
1: my associates of dental hygiene in their dental hygiene program at the Rome campus yes
0: and what are some of the like classes specifically that you because did you have to focus on did you only learn about like this the teeth and the face you said it connects to the heart Did you had to do um how did you kind of be able to a lot of people don't realize that you have to literally learn a b c like uh, bones and all this different stuff too can you Elaborate on, say, some classes that you had to take.
1: So in the beginning, I was in anatomy one and two. I took chemistry, like um, organic chemistry and another type of chemistry. It was 1151 and two as well. Um, So I had to take my science series. I had to take all the prerequisites. But in the anatomy courses that you're cluing in on, I had to be able to know, like, the Krebs cycle. I had to know all the bones. I had to know the veins in your feet to clean your teeth. I had to know your... Um, the overall body anatomy. I had to take two courses on that and get a good enough grade to get into the program, which was a challenge for me, but I did it. Um, And then once you're in the program, you go more localized to what you're working on. So I did head and neck anatomy. I know a lot about your head and neck. I know a lot about your nerve pathways of your head and neck. Um, But I do have knowledge of everywhere, but I mainly use the stuff that's from the crown of your head to your Neck, But I do have to know like vessels and, um, stuff about your heart, like, and what uh, medications interact with certain things. And, um, like if you've had something, some people don't know is if you've had a joint replacement, there's some that you have to premedicate for. And if you don't, then the bacteria could go to that joint replacement and make that joint replacement no longer work. Like you could have to have it replaced. If I clean your teeth and you haven't premedicated, I could mess up your joint. So I have word. I never to, thought about that at all. Yeah. So I have to make sure that that is, um, if you've had a replacement within a certain amount of time, I have to make sure you've taken your medication. Or, um, if you have a risk of bacterial endocarditis, which is where the bacteria goes to your heart, if it attaches to one of the valves in your heart, it could, it could kill you if you're a certain age. So those people have to take a medication. So we have to know about that. So that was part of the learning as well, just having a knowledge of, um, medical histories and how different medications interact and how that could be life-threatening for some. It's not life-threatening for a lot of people, but for some,
0: there is a risk. And it goes a long way of, of thinking about that. And a lot of people don't understand right. that. They don't think about that beyond the, oh, they can clean my teeth. Right. And same with teaching. There's a lot of psychology that goes into it. And there's a lot of behind the scenes like work that builds into it. And how, I'm curious, how do you juggle all of having two kids Doing this dentistry job, having a, a husband who teaches as well, like, man, like how how do you do it?
1: Um, I have a wonderful husband. Yeah, you do. Who helps me every single day? Who um, and a wonderful village of people. I am extremely lucky to have the mother I have and the mother-in-law that I have. Some people, you know, say that mother-in-laws are a nightmare, and I couldn't say more about my mother-in-law. She's the best person I've ever met in my life. Um, and she grazed a great man that has helped me every step of the way. So, and I think marriage is meant to be that way, like a partnership. Oh, entirely. Yes. And I don't have a husband who, um, makes me do all the work with our children. I have two beautiful daughters and he, this morning he's with them. And when I said, Hey, I'm going to go hang out with Cade for a little while. He was like, go have fun. I'll be here. Me and the girls will go and do something. And I have no doubt that they're taken care of. And there's, you know, you see some people that are like, oh, I had to make the lunch and pick out the clothes before I could leave the house for my husband to take care of his children. There's none of that in our house. He just, he probably, he definitely, when my oldest was a baby, he got up in the middle of the night more than I did because I'm not good at waking up in the middle of the night. So if he, if the baby needed attention, and with our new one, if the baby needed attention, he was the one that would, without complaint, go and take care of the baby, and then I would... Get to sleep. He's just a very good guy. That's so a that's jackpot the, right there. Yeah, that's the only way. That's the only way it's <laughs> happened is with our village and with having a wonderful husband that is sweet and two wonderful girls.
0: That's true. Yeah. Your family is just spectacular. I'm
1: pretty obsessed with them. Like
0: we, we are very lucky that we have some great families around I agree. us. We really are. Yeah. So the last question I have about dental Hygienist okay. is what do you recommend for someone who's interested in this field? Like, how do you recommend them go about it? Or how do you encourage them to look a little deeper?
1: If you're interested in dental hygiene, one, I would recommend you go to an office and say, can I observe what a dental hygienist does and make sure that it's something that you're, um, not just thinking this will be fun because there's, if you look it up online, yes, we have a pretty good life as in our schedules are pretty great you can choose your days you work, but I've always worked four to five days a week. So I'm not one of those hygienists that just works two days a week. And there are those out there and that is available, but, um, make sure that it's something you want to commit your time to because, when you look it up online, it's a high risk job. There's a lot of introduction into sounds disgusting bodily fluid. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of risk to your body's health and the way you sit and like the instrument sounds, it can cause some deafness. And then, like, you can really mess up your spine and you have wrist problems. It's one of the more dangerous jobs in the world, which sounds crazy because you're just sitting there, but then you also have. Like with the pandemic, we were one of the most dangerous jobs because we were in people's faces. Oh, yeah. And if there were, I mean, except for nurses, of course, and doctors, they were even closer. But we had to make sure that the droplets didn't come in contact with us. And this pandemic wasn't the first time, like AIDS and or HIV and um, any other bodily, like, fluid-type disease, you're at high risk to have it. Transmitted to you as a dental hygienist. So you have to be aware that that's a risk and you're going to deal with bodily fluids and you're going to deal with gross stuff sometimes. So you have to make sure you're okay with that. And then after you figure out, hey, this is what I want to do, you have to make sure that you want to go through the process of school because it's not easy. It's surprising to everyone that I talk to that decides to go into the program. I have two friends in the program right now they have come to me on multiple times multiple occasions saying i had no idea it was like this and it is overwhelming and it's not like a normal um program i mean you basically have a job when you're in the program you go you're there monday through friday eight to five and you work in a dental clinic and if you don't pass Like my Georgia Highlands is on an eight point scale. So if you make a 92, that's an A, but then that takes you to an 86 is a B, but an 86 is a C, like 85 is a C. So then I guess three points or eight points from that's like a 70, what, 77, that's a D. So if you get a 77 twice in a class, you get kicked out of the program. Oh
0: my word. That is very strict.
1: Yeah. And if you get one F, you get kicked out. So... And you have to start all the way over. So people don't realize. And then each, during clinicals, you have to have um, certain requirements you have to meet and you have to find patients that meet those requirements. So if you can't find those patients then you're not going to get your degree... So you have to go, I I went out on the streets, I went to tire shops, I went to Starbucks and asked strangers, when was the last time you had your teeth cleaned? And I would have to, I had instruments and gloves in my purse when I was looking for a patient to take to my state boards because you have to take a patient that has a certain amount of uncleanliness to their mouth. And you have to take them to a spot and clean just one spot of their mouth, like a quadrant of their mouth. And I was, couldn't find one. I didn't have someone that I knew. So I had people canvassing the world and I was- Wow, yeah, I was that in, is crazy. It was weird. I was in Roswell, literally trying to feel in someone's mouth um, with my very clean instruments and my very clean gloves. I was making sure that she met my requirements and she didn't. So my, conti- my search continued.
0: How long so. did it take you to find somebody? Because you did find somebody, obviously. Um, I
1: did. I started looking in January of my last semester. I probably started looking in August of my last year. I didn't find someone. I took my test in March. I think I found them in February.
0: Holy moly.
1: And in order to take somebody, a lot of times you have to pay them to go. Because it's unless it's a family friend or a family member, it's no benefit to them. Um, cause you only get to clean one spot in their mouth. You can take them, you're supposed to take them and clean the rest of their mouth, which I did, but, um, there's not a lot of benefit to them and they're basically committing a full weekend to helping you as a stranger. Oh my
0: word. Yeah. A whole weekend?
1: A whole weekend. So because you go down the night before you put them up in a room, you take them to the clinic and then we ended up going the morning before, but we paid for their food. We paid for them to come. We paid for the rest of their dental, like cleaning. Um, So it's, and then the cost of the test. So there's a lot that goes into it.
0: That's a definitely a lot to think about. That's your um, clinical
1: board and then your um, written board too. You have to take. So it's a big commitment. But once you get out of it, the job is a good job if you find the right office. There's some people that are not the right office for you. You have to find your right office if that makes sense.
0: And that's with anything that you do in terms of jobs or going to college and stuff. You got to find what works for you because not everybody is a the same piece right. puzzle piece we're all right. different ones uh i'm curious on, i said i was gonna ask one more about d- dental no, hygienists, but I, i'm it, gonna do one more and do one more do you have a funny story you want to share with a uh, dental hygienist <sighs> stuff dental hygienist you don't have to if you don't i was just curious. i
1: have funny stories but i feel like they don't translate to as funny when i tell them but like i have more interesting stories like i used to work at children's health care of atlanta and that was really cool i worked in their dental um Clinic. And I have a lot of stories about seeing those patients. But I guess the funniest one I have is recently I had a kid that told me that he nearly died. And I said, You nearly died. What happened? And he said, Well, I got an infection in my body. And he's like in first grade or something. Oh, grade. my word. And I was like, You did, thinking it was like his heart. He said, Yeah, I nearly died. I had swimmer's ear. And I was like, oh, no, dude, I can't believe you made it out of there alive. Like, that was your nam. That's, in, that's intense. That was your Vietnam. But he was, he was so serious, and I didn't laugh at him at the time. I just said, I'm so glad you're better. Meanwhile, thinking, oh, swimmer's ear, that could
0: kill you You used time. to get that a lot, didn't you?
1: I never got it.
0: Must have been my, my sister brother Chelsea. Might have. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was her. You had a lot of the teeth issues. You had a I lot did. of I had that too. I think we were like teeth twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We each had our issues.
1: Well, that's why I actually went and decided to like commit to dentistry. It's because I know people are afraid of it. I had gone through all these things with my own teeth. And so I decided I can help people through this. Like it's not as bad as they think. So I'll commit my life <laughs> <laughs> to being in a dentist office every day since I had can talk to people about it, you know? Yeah. But
0: I promise that that was the last question I was asking my dental hygienist, okay, I promise, but uh is there anything you else want to share or throw out there any embarrassing stories or something uh, or just that you like to share with the world that Gosh. you you've got time
1: I've got time you've got time. I don't know do you have any
0: um i I have to save a lot of mine for each individual episode, but uh, i I will say this about friendship is don't take it too seriously because you're not going to make it out alive um, <laughs> have fun with it go go through the ups and downs a true friend will be there no matter what um up or down And it may be years you don't it doesn't have to be a cookie cutter relationship that you see every single day i want you to think about the what you can share with that individual it doesn't have to be completely in depth but it's you have to find that person and once you do don't let them go you know Make sure that you keep that relationship and over time and let it let it grow in its own way. Don't try to force it. It's yeah. it's gonna make it work in its own way. And it may not seem like it's developing now, but you look back in about five, 10 years or 30 years that you go, wow, that really that was something. And it still is something. Mm-hmm. And if you lose that individual, I recommend at any point try to reconnect. Give a phone call, send a text message, send an email in even if it's just saying, hi, you never know what door that can open back up for sure. That's, that's my last minute thing that I want to say.
1: I think that marriage and friendship are very similar. I think that every day as a married person, you have to make a choice to love the person you're with. Like at first, yes, it's all butterflies and roses, but you have to make a choice as your lives go on that I'm going to support this person and like make sure that they are taken care of. And I feel like friendship's the same way. Every single day you have to choose to put that person as a priority in your life. And if that priorities shift, you just understand. And even if there's a lull in the moment, you just have to make sure that you choose to reach back out. And there's no shame in having a brief time when you don't have a constant dialogue between each other. Because you can always reach back out, I feel like, at least with our friendship, you can.
0: Yeah, and you never know, like, those stories you may have forgotten, stories you may have forgotten it'll open up so many more connections whenever someone mentions it. Cause if you may not remember or may have not meant anything to you, but you never know what that meant to the person across from you, that entire, even if it just would have been a small, simple thing that you were in a bad spot you weren't feeling good. in at the time, whenever we started hanging out again in college, I never knew that in, but it was, it was impactful to you. And for me, it was just like, we're hanging out, we're doing stuff. Woo! Right. But as we got older, I realized that and I go, wow, like, I never would have imagined it, but it, and it's sometimes the unspoken as well. Like I feel like those fun couples where you can sit across from the table and never say a word, but really you're having these like in-depth conversations. Like right now I can like feel like I'm I'm staring at you pretty deep right now. And it's a, I, I know a little bit of like the facial cues and I know kind of what's going on and I don't feel like I have to say too much, even though I'm talking a lot right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's different right now. But yes, as as a normal every day, if we were just sitting here and we'd already talked for two hours, we would know that, you know, we still know by facial cues and by our friendship, what we're comfortable. We're just comfortable. Yeah. So that's amazing that we have that. And like you said, different perspectives. So you remember things from the stories you've told me that I had no idea about, but that's how you saw it. And it's cool to see your perspective. Yeah. And so just like you said, it's, it's cool to sit down and just talk about how you saw our lives and how you saw our um, worlds develop, I guess. Yeah. I don't and
0: know. friendship is free. It is. It's It's free. It is. That's, you may want it spending a ton of money along the way of weird stuff you do, but it's <laughs> friendship is free. Like,
1: and root for your friends. Like, oh, always. When you go on your adventure, when you went on your adventure to Ireland or when you went to UGA, a lot of friends, I feel, as in this stage of my life, get jealous that other people are doing that. Like There's comparison as a thief of joy. You want to live up to what everybody else is doing. And it's just, it shouldn't be that way. I think that friendship, is should just be friendship. And you should cheer for the one that you are friends with. Because I've never been to Ireland. I've never been out of the country except for my honeymoon. And I would love to do that. But I get to learn about so much because my friend went. Yeah. So, you know, cheer on your friend for their successes, I think is an important lesson in life that I hope my girls hear me say one day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you will. You will. If not from you, it'll be from somebody else. I and hope so. And that's... You, what you're doing now is gonna teach them forward, and that and that's just impactful because you had it for yourself. Yeah, for all those years. Now, so. t- to kind of start to close out here is we have a, a bond for this movie that we've enjoyed over the years for for Disney, um, and it's the Fox and the Hound. It's the Fox and the Hound that. Uh, and if I feel like we're we're gonna say this together and kind of split it into parts. It's, it's short, but I feel like it kind of is a good summary of our relationship here. And so we'll always be friends forever. Won't we?
1: Yeah. Forever.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's Sometimes it doesn't have to be a billion words. It can just be short amount.
1: The sweetest movie and the sweetest friendship.
0: I hope we don't wind up like for somehow killing each okay, other. We're
1: not going to do that. <laughs> no, no, we're not.
0: <laughs> so as, as we end here, don't forget to like subscribe, tell a friend, just do all the different stuff out there. I learned this week that there is a, you can put on Facebook on the mobile app where you can be able to listen to it. They have now that. So I'm, I'm basically in every single format, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to your podcasts and stuff at, find me. Um, email me at Cade, C A D E, at learningfromfriends.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, I've now saw that I am an over, Right now, seven different countries. Wow. Now that blew my mind. Uh, so let's kind of keep spreading it out there and allowing people to share it and grow. But uh, most of all, as uh, I leave out here today, uh, don't forget to let your curiosity fly high. This is Kate Curtis with Learning From Friends, and I will see you soon. Bye.